Okay, so I just uploaded episode three, uh, talking about slut-shaming, women slut-shaming women. And it actually, this is a good topic to bring up, to be posting today, and then to spark a new episode in me as of right now. Because the last couple of days, I've been having um, a lot of conversations with some important people in my life uh, about changing the way that we look at and talk about and feel about uh, hooking up. And I feel like this is a really good, the slut shaming was a really good segue. And I don't know how far back I'm going to have to go here uh, in order to like piece all of my thoughts together. But let's, let's just see what fucking happens. How about that? <laughs> so this is my thought process. I'm talking to, uh, let's say, a friend of mine, and we're talking about how he gets a little bit uncomfortable with the idea that his girlfriend has slept with a lot of people. And I'm like, okay, let's unpack that a little bit. Why, what is it about your girlfriend having a large number? What is it about that that makes you so uncomfortable? Because you have to remember, as a female, I grew up in a in a society where all guys are expected to have big numbers, right? And it's kind of praised, right? It's like, oh, like it's an accomplishment, right? So to me, I'm used to I'm used to a guy saying a number that's large, right? And I don't think anything of it. But for some reason, we do have this like general like oof feeling about women having large numbers, which I find hilarious, but I'll get into that part later. So I'm like, okay, let's unpack that. Why is that? Now this friend of mine, he's a love, he's a lovely human being, lovely human being. So obviously he recognizes and he knows me. So he recognizes that he could possibly be dipping his toe in some hot water right now. Right. And so he says to me, he says that because he, he loves his girlfriend so much and he cares about her and he thinks she's just amazing that the idea of her being with someone who doesn't love and appreciate her as much as he does hurts him. And I was like, okay, well, that can't be true because, you know, what if all these people your girlfriend has slept with in the past, what if they were relationships, right? Like, what if she loved every single one of those people? And he's like, oh, well, if it's relationships, that's fine. It's just hookups. Okay, okay. (laughs) why though? Like, what is the differentiate? Like, why are we differentiating between a hookup sex and relationship sex? And he's like, I just need to know that she was loved by the person that she was with. Now, that sounds cute, okay? Yeah, super cute idea. But if you really back it up, okay, really think about what's being said here and switch the gender roles for a hot second. When a guy, <laughs> when a guy is like adding to his roster, do you think his friends or the girls he's sleeping with are like, okay, Jesse, <laughs> I don't care how many girls you sleep with as long as every single one of them loves you. No! Like, the girls he's sleeping with want to know he doesn't give a shit about any other girls except for them, right? And so I'm like, okay, so like, but why though? Like, why, what if, like, why can't a woman who's single want to have sex, find someone who also wants to have sex with her, and just want it to be sex and do that? Why is that dirty outside of a relationship why does she have to be loved why does she have to be loved 
We don't expect men to be loved by every woman they sleep with. Actually, a lot of the time, men are shocked when they're loved, when they love the person that they're sleeping with, and then that person loves them, and then all of a sudden they're in a relationship. Like, it's like shocking. They're like, oh, wow, look at that. That happened. Right? It's not, but for some reason, like, women have to be loved. And it goes back to when we're kids. And you're taught by your parents, and they mean well. They really do mean well. But, like, girls are taught that their virginity is their flower, and you protect it, and you hold it sacred, and you don't share it with anybody. Like, don't give away the milk for free, right? Like, they need to buy the cow kind of bullshit. And I just don't understand. I don't understand why we're still holding on to that like in like where we are now in 2020 like so many things have been normalized and accepted and 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 I really do feel like our generation is like we're changing the world we really are I feel like a lot of things we're, we're there's a lot more freedom to be who you are now than there was for a long time ago but for but we're still we're building this new freedom on the backs of this original way of thinking and it's it needs to just go away. It doesn't need to change. It just needs to go away. Like, I don't I don't want you to start not caring about how many girls, I mean, how many guys your girlfriend has slept with. Like, I don't want you to be, no, no, sorry. That's the wrong way to say it. I don't want you to be excited that your new girlfriend has slept with 300 people. Like, I'm not trying to get you to be excited about it. I just want you to not care. I want you to recognize that it's none of your business and it's not something to be judged or for you to even have an opinion on. And by wanting her to be loved and cherished and cared for and, and, and not wanting to be a hookup, wanting every single one of her sexual experiences to be with a, a boyfriend, to be have, have been in a relationship, right? Boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you want to call it. That doesn't make you a better person. That doesn't make you a, giving, a, a caring, giving guy. That, that just, you're just putting me in a different box as a woman. You're still part of the problem. Nice guys seem to think that because they're quote unquote nice guys, that they're not part of the problem. You still are. They're like, I don't need, I don't need you to validate for me my right to have casual sex. I just need you to recognize it's actually none of your business. And it's not that your opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't. But the bigger point is you don't get an opinion. That's the bigger point. Right? This isn't one of those, okay, agree to disagree things. We actually don't have to agree or disagree because you're not supposed to be talking. When we're talking about my sex life, you don't actually get to talk. You don't get an opinion. It's my body. It's my sex life. Right? Like, so, so backing up. Something has to change in the way that we are talking to young children when it comes to their bodies and sex and relationships. Something has to change. And I don't know what it is. I'll be honest with you. I'm 24. I have no fucking clue what it is that has to change. But something has to change so that when we grow up and we're in our 20s, really wonderful, nice guys who, who do mean well. They, they, they respect women. They love their girlfriends. But a piece of them... A piece of them still has this general idea around their girlfriend and sex that is way too, it's it's old school and it's not right. And it, it goes against her rights as an individual, right? Like I don't, back to my story with my friend, I, I don't want my friend to be excited that his new girlfriend has a big number. I want him to not care. I want him to actually not ask. 
right? Talking about how many people we've slept with doesn't need to be a thing anymore because it started as a shame thing, right? For guys, it's like, oh yeah, how many girls have you slept with, man? Like, and it's like super exciting and awesome. And like, and if he's got over like a hundred kills, like, oh, he must not know what he's doing. He must be hung like a horse, you know, whatever. It's a, it's always something positive, right? He's a player. He's a playboy. He's a dog, whatever you want to call it. But then for girls, it's like, a guy asks you how many guys you've slept with and he immediately puts you in a box, right? Five and under is a really, really happy one. Like every guy wants to hear his girlfriend be like, oh no, I've only slept with like three people and like one of them didn't even really put it in and you know, I didn't, the other one, I didn't even orgasm, but you baby, oh, you changed my whole life, right? Like every guy wants to hear that and I don't get it. Like, So it's like between, I feel like it's between like one and like seven is like, okay, that's pretty healthy. Maybe even 10 now. It's 2020. Fuck it. Right? But above that, they're like, oh, okay. And then like above that, or like if your number's bigger than theirs, oh, good Lord. God forbid your number's bigger than theirs. And suddenly they get jealous. Like it's like this weird, and I don't know if it's jealous because they feel like they're the ones that should have the bigger number or because they're jealous that that many guys have seen you naked. Like I genuinely don't know what it is. But it always, and like for the nice guys, or at least in this situation, my friend, right? When I was like, why do you care? Like why do you care that she slept with so many people? Like why is it such a big deal? And he just came at it from like a, I just don't like to know that like guys like saw her in that light or degraded her that way or did the things because he knows what she's into in bed, right? So he knows he can make up in his mind what that situation would look like. And it comes from this place and it comes from a loving place and I recognize that, but it comes from this place of like, almost like she didn't want it. Like it's not she decided 50 times she wanted to have sex. It was that like 50 guys decided they wanted to have sex with her. Do you get the difference? Like he's looking at it in this way that was like she had no say in it. But like the women of today, especially like we have every fucking say in it. Okay, me too. Like all those things, they're real things and they did make real change. Have they, have we fixed everything? Of course not, but we probably won't ever, right? Like that's evolution. That's life. We're always going to be fighting for something. But I like, I'm pretty confident as a 24 year old living in this world. I'm pretty confident when I walk into a situation with a guy, whether or not, like, I know it's up to me. I know I get to make that decision. I know that, right? I was, I've been raised by the right women. I know it is my right and my decision as to whether or not I get naked. I know that. And so the annoying part for me now is needing to explain that all the time. Like, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't get fucked by 14 people. I chose to have sex with 14 people or whatever your number is. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not a number of people who attacked you. It's a number that you made a decision on at some point, right? For some girls, there are probably some, some people in their laundry list, people they've slept with where it wasn't their decision. And that's an unfortunate reality we live in. But I mean, in terms of like the number of kills you have, when someone asks you how many kills you have, which I'll, let's not even unpack the fact that we still call it kills, right? The number of people you've slept with. When someone asks you that, as a woman, you automatically know what's about to happen. And like girls with big numbers, like they, they get nervous 
because they don't know what kind of reaction they're going to get from their partner. There's no way guys have that same nervousness. Because like Mary and I talked about in the last episode, when you meet a guy with a big number, like I'm not jealous by that number. I'm like, oh, okay, so there's something here. You know what I mean? It's kind of like if all your friends are going to the same coffee shop every weekend and they're all having the same cookie, right? They're like, oh my God. You find out that like every every Saturday, at least three of your friends go to this fucking coffee shop and they all order the same cookie, right? This cookie is the most popular cookie in the coffee shop. It's almost always out. It's like everyone's eating it. You're like, you don't think, oh my God, like that cookie must be gross. No, you think that cookie must be fucking magical and I need to experience this cookie, right? If everyone's having this cookie, there's got to be something to it, right? That's genuinely how women look at, or at least in my experience, look at guys with big numbers. It's like, okay, well, let's fucking climb this mountain and find out what's at the top. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, I want to know. And I just don't get why there's like this like opposite negative, like, like damaged goods or like used trash undertone to women with large numbers, especially the women with larger numbers and the guy that they're with. I just don't get it. Even if it's like, I just want you to know you've been loved or cared for. Like that's no, like that's so stupid. That's, I just think that's so dumb. And it's not because I think that sex is emotionless or should be. I just mean like you, as a woman, we need to kill this whole, like your, your pussy is your flower and it needs to be cherished and only given to the one that loves you. Like that's where that thought process comes from. And that's the thought process I'm trying to kill because little boys aren't raised the same way, right? So if we're going to raise little boys, to teach them that like, yes, you show women respect, but like also low key, get a high five from your dad the first time you have sex. And, you know, if you end up being a huge player or a ladies man, and it's like, it's, it's laughed at, right? Like when little boys show signs of being flirty or, or a little bit like bold, they're called ladies. Oh, he's going to be a ladies man. It's going to be a ladies man. And it's like this funny, cute thing that's celebrated, right? Do you think little girls get the same reaction from their moms and dads? When they're like winking at the little boys in class or like flipping their skirt up a little bit. No. Panic. Absolute fucking panic. We got a little ho-ho on our hands. Like what the hell are we going to do here, right? And so this is my problem. I don't care which camp we decide to choose, okay? I'm talking to the parents now. I don't care which camp you choose. If you're going to go the sex is special and should only be shared with a loved one, then go with that camp. That one's just as good. But go with that camp for all of your children, whatever their gender uh, identification is, that's the one you go with. But if you feel like sex is a healthy part of life and everyone deserves to experiment with their sexuality, regardless if you're in a relationship or not, then you go with that for all of your children, regardless of their gender identity. Okay, that's my my point here. I don't, I'm just tired of it being positive sex experiences for guys and negative for girls. That's my only thing. Either pick all negative or all positive, right? We're either all waiting for marriage or we're none of us waiting for marriage. But I'm sick and tired of all these guys getting patted on the back for having large numbers. But then girls with large numbers are fucking shat on because here's the secret and here's what here's here's the thing, the elephant in the room, okay? 
boys. Let's go with my favorite analogy because it's the easiest one. Okay, AAA hockey boys. Anyone in Canada knows what the fuck I'm talking about right now. We all, there was like this like just understanding in my high school experience that AAA hockey boys are players, okay? They want to, like, if they're going to the parties, there's going to be alcohol, and they want to fuck. Like, that's just what's going on. They're, they, and all the girls get dressed up, get slutted up. Excuse the expression, but you know what I mean by that, right? And, and in, this, in this case, I'm using it as a positive, okay? Ladies, we know what it means to get slutted up. It just means you're putting on something a lecture type, the bigger sl- um, slit down the front or down the back or whatever you want to call it, right? It feels good. But that's what we did, right? We got all gussied up to go to these parties where we knew the AAA hockey boys were going to be to get some attention. That's totally normal. Here's my problem with that scenario. Out of this group of girls, right? We all got ready together. Not everyone was successful in making it home with a boy. And whatever girls were not successful, slut-shamed the girls that were, even though the whole point of the mission was to be successful, but I digress. And the guys are going to these parties with the intention of catching one of these girls to be successful, okay? We're all going to the party for the same fucking reason. But for some reason, at the end of the night, or the next morning, when the guys are successful, it's applause, right? It's celebrated. And when the girls are successful, it's shamed. But the guys who are successful needed those girls to be successful in order for their success to happen. You see what I'm saying? Boys, we need to... We can't have this this outlook on girls with large numbers as being a negative because you fucking needed us to get to where you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, in a high school, let's say you only have one girl in this group of friends who is known for sleeping around, okay? And then you have all these guys who want to sleep with girls, who want to add to their roster, who want to put a notch in their belt, whatever. You guys need her. Because the other girls aren't giving you anything. So in order for you to get those notches in your belt, you need that girl who wants to sleep with people. So maybe we should start treating her with a little bit more respect because turns out she's actually the one in charge here, not you. You see what I'm saying? Us ladies who are comfortable with our sexuality, who want to have multiple sex partners in a lifetime and experience different ways of, of, of having sex... We are the most important people in this societal situation because in order for anyone, in order for anyone to be sexually free, you need other people to be sexually free to have that free sex with. Do you see what I'm saying? So don't, we need to stop, stop putting yourselves above the girls with big numbers because the guys with big numbers needed those fucking girls. Okay. Playboys, ladies' men, the super cool, popular guys that get all the girls. All the girls, the girls in that crew are the girls with bigger numbers because they're the ones who are willing and wanting to have sex. So he needs them. He doesn't actually exist without them. So why are we treating them like they're the bottom of the barrel? You know what I'm saying? Is this making any sense? Is this thing on? You know what I mean? So I just like, 
I struggle because like I know that my friend in this scenario, I know he's a good guy. I know he loves his girlfriend. I know that he means well. And he's just coming off of the education he was given as a child, right? And the way that he was raised through school, you know, at home with his parents, his grandparents, his aunts, his uncles. I don't think parents pay attention or recognize how much we pay attention to the things that they say when we're younger. Right? I don't think they understand how much we pay attention. And it's very important because you can't expect a child, you can't expect a little girl who was taught that, you know, you have to save sex for someone special and that it's something to be coveted and held on to. You can't expect that same girl to then all of a sudden turn 23, 24, 25 and be able to take charge of her sexuality or be confident in her body or confident in, in, her, in her sexual health. Or, or you can't expect her to know anything or have any sort of feeling of power because she was literally taught from such a young age that she has this, this, this special precious thing that when she gives it away, she doesn't have it anymore, right? Like don't give away your flower because you, you'll never get it back. And that's not fucking true. Your virginity is not your flower, okay? Your entire yoni, your entire sexual reproductive system, your organs, that's your flower. And you can't give those away. You can't lose those. Those are yours forever, and losing your virginity is not losing your power to that or your control over that or your right to it. If only thing, it's opening more doors for you. Okay, we need to stop teaching little girls to protect their flower. And we need to start teaching little girls how to have a fucking orgasm. How to ask for an orgasm. How to demand an orgasm. How to make sure that if we're going to have sex recreationally and we're not going to make babies, that we're enjoying ourselves. Because too many girls are just having sex until it's over. And that's not the point here because we're taught in school all these things to do to not, ha- to not make babies, okay? But we're not taught how to enjoy the sex. So now girls are having sex with condoms and being very safe, right? And not getting pregnant, doing all the contraceptive things, but they're literally just getting railed for 35 minutes in their bedroom and recognizing this doesn't feel good and this isn't, like, what, what am I, what is the point of this? What's the point of all this hype and this worry around sexual health and not getting pregnant if it's not even fun? And too many girls feel that way. Too many girls are just like waiting for it to be over, right? Too many girls are faking orgasms, pretending they're having a good time for his benefit, okay? That's not how this should be. That's not sexual health, okay? The absence of disease is not health. Sex is all-encompassing. If we're not getting pregnant and we're not getting chlamydia, we, we need to be having fun. You know what I mean? Like, and... Boys have it easy, okay? And I'll, I'm going to say it, okay? The male reproductive system is easier to have an orgasm. You just fucking friction the shit out of that guy. Friction the shit out of it. He's going to have a great time. He has no, there's, that's, that's it. We need a little bit more as females. The female body needs a little bit more. We need to be emotionally involved in some way, shape, or form. I don't mean you have to love me and be Prince Charming. I just mean you have to foreplay to set the mood, right? And we talked about that in episode two, but... There's just more pieces to it. Also, I'm not going to have an orgasm as easy as you are. And sex needs to be equal in that regard. So if we're going to have sex, we're both going to come. And if that means you finish in 30 seconds, we're not done till I'm done. Okay? Sex does not start and finish with him. Sex starts and finishes between the two of you. And, And I can only talk about this in terms of heterosexual sex because that's my only experience. And I'm sorry about that. 
but I feel like this can go to any relationship, right? Like, when you have sex with your partner, you want both people to enjoy it. So you're going to do what you need to to make sure both of you come, right? I'm assuming in a gay relation, in a male gay relationship, if one guy comes first, they're not done, right? They're going to go until both people come. And I'm going to assume the same with lesbians, right? So why in heterosexual sex, at least in my experience from the people I've talked to and my friends and my family, why is it that most of the time girls are just waiting for the guy to finish because then, quote unquote, it's over? That's not how it should be. We need to teach, we need to teach, yes, pregnancy prevention, disease prevention, health, you know, we need to teach all those things. Those things can stay. But we also need to teach the other parts of sex, right? We need to teach how to enjoy ourselves, how to have fun, how to ask for what you like, ask for what you want. It needs to be equalized, and the education needs to be equalized. And the only way to do that is to put it in schools or to make it a normal thing you teach your kids when they're little, right? Instead of these hush-hush conversations that mom has with the daughter and dad has with the son, right? Because both mom and dad are not preaching the same things to their daughters and their sons. And then those daughters and sons are growing up and going to school and meeting friends and talking to their friends who also only had secret mother-daughter conversations and secret father-son conversations. And then everyone is growing up and then expecting to have sex with each other. And then the sex is horrible because no one knows what the fuck anyone is talking about behind closed doors you know what i'm saying if you're gonna teach your kids that sex is a precious flower you only give away to someone special teach all of your kids the same thing and if you're going to preach freedom in your sexuality and you know experience what you want to experience and be a free spirit about it but be safe and and and, and healthy and all those things then teach that to all your kids do not do not celebrate your two-year-old ladies' man and then shame your four-year-old flirt or whatever you want to call her, okay? If you've got a four-year-old girl in kindergarten who sometimes touches herself and who's flashing her, her dress up on the, on the recess yard, she needs to get the exact same attention that the four-year-old boy next to her gets when he you know, runs up and kisses a little girl on the playground on the cheek. Okay, if he's being reprimanded, so is she. But if he's not being reprimanded, neither is she. It needs to be equal. That's my problem here. So I don't even know what the point of this was. This is just like a rant that I just felt because I'm like, yes, this first, this last episode I just posted was about slut shaming between women. And that's something that I can speak on and that we can talk about. And that's a, that's a problem we can, we can start talking about now and fix. But there's a bigger problem here and it comes from our upbringing and I don't know where the tipping point is. I don't know where the education needs to change. I just know there needs to be a change because I know that my friend that I was talking to about this, he's an amazing guy. He means well. He believes like he's he's all for, you know, human rights, not even women or men. He's human rights. He's a good guy. He's educated. He loves his girlfriend. It's not his fault that he has this, in my opinion, false ideal around sex and girls and women and women's sexual freedom and number and all that bullshit it's not his fault okay he's just a product of his environment so this is my my question to you my call to action whatever this is we need to change the environment in which children are learning about their bodies and sex we need to change it i don't know how but we just do 
and that's how i feel about that okay i feel like that's it because i at this point i don't even remember i feel like i had a beginning to this or a point i don't remember what it is but i feel much better (laughs) got some stuff off my chest um so thanks for listening i'm not really sure how long this one is i think it's a little longer than the last one um let me know what you think if you listen to this whole thing please send me a message just let me know what you think. If you agree, if you disagree, if there's parts of this you want to talk about more. Um, I love talking about this stuff and I feel like the more we talk about it, the more we understand and the more we all feel less alone. I definitely think there's going to be an episode with a couple of my girlfriends coming up where we talk about just how our sex life has changed as we've gotten older and as we've learned that, you know, sex is for us too. I think that's a, that'd be a cool conversation to have. Um, but if you guys have any other ideas of st- stuff you'd want me to talk about on this topic, please, 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 please let me know. Um, thank you so much for listening. This was the Pumpkin Seeds Podcast. I want to say, I'm going to be bold and say this is episode four. Um, but again, we'll see because we don't know because I'm just flying by the seat of my pants here. Okay, thank you for listening. I love you guys so much. I'll catch you in the next one.